Time for the second half of Main Street Sports today. Coming up in the second half, the guys visit with the new Columbia Central head football coach, Bobby Sharp, will join the show. Plus, top five Tuesday, historical games you wish you could have attended. Wide open. Back to the League Company studio with the Hall of Famer, Hope Patton. Here's the Sundrop Kid from Alabama, Chrisia. Welcome in. It is the second half, and we are deep into the NFL in this segment. Because I'm just I'm just gonna ask you guys, what do you think? Has the NFL's Vegas experiment failed already? Coming off of Alvin Kamara's arrest over the weekend at, during the Pro Bowl, right? And at least two arrests during the season. You just don't, that's not something you hear about a lot in the NFL. And yet three arrests, one season in Vegas, because honestly, Vegas is not a place that, you know, it's a place where trouble finds you. And I, I think that's a worst case scenario. I mean, I don't, I don't know that you can argue your point, but I don't know that you can argue against it. I, I mean, I, I, what you're saying makes sense. I guess any arrests are too many. I mean, can you can you say that more happens? More has happened with the Raiders than has happened or more has happened in Vegas involving pro football players than it has in any other NFL town. I mean, is, is that how many, quantifiable? How I, many other arrests have there been in the NFL I, this year? I mean, I couldn't tell you. It's not something that I've really actively um, zero kept up with. Is, I mean, is that, if, if that's <laughs> right, then – zero. I mean, Isaiah Wilson, probably the last person to be arrested that's in the NFL, and he hasn't, he never actually got into the NFL. <laughs> I mean, so I, I just feel like Vegas is one of those places where there are, it kind of like LA, but not really because Vegas is a small town. In case nobody, in case you don't know this, Las Vegas is, really tiny not like la where there's 2000 nightclubs spread across the town there are 50 and in those 50 is everybody who lives there plus the millions of people who go there a year and they're there all night long and they've been getting free drinks all night long. And I don't know the I don't know the validity of this rumor. It is strictly a rumor. I want to make that very clear. But Alvin Kamara's situation, there's a rumor out there that says this the guy he allegedly beat up, he and his friends was talking trash to him about how he could whip Alvin's butt the whole night. Was following him around. That's the kind of thing that happens in Vegas that doesn't happen in other places. So you're going to penalize the city 
for somebody acting a fool or for a handful of people or for a bunch of people acting a fool. I'm, I'm just saying that in the, in, a, in the world of the NFL, mm-hmm. this doesn't happen anywhere else. Well, it, and, and maybe it doesn't, but I mean, what I about, just. What about Ray Lewis in Atlanta when the Super Bowl was there? That's one time. That, the, my point to that is you can remember that from 2000, yep. whatever, right? This just doesn't happen a lot in the NFL, and it happened three times this year. You know, the NFL can't address things that have been going on for 30 years. They're not going to address something that's going on for one year. <laughs> I, this is That's why I'm asking your opinion. Do you feel like – is this something that they're just going to have to let it play out over time and, and eventually players are just going to have to understand you've got to – you've got to be – got to be smarter Smarter in Vegas than maybe anywhere else you would play. Yeah, Vegas isn't going anywhere. No, it's not. I, I, I'm not saying that it should. I'm I mean, just the NFL that. in Vegas are not going anywhere. You can't put that genie back in the bottle. <laughs> uh, and they're they're already in bed with with gambling. Um, so 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 they're gonna they're gonna be there. Um, how much does this affect the idea of Major League Baseball expanding to Vegas? <laughs> uh, you'd like to think that baseball would look at. What you just said, they've had these incidences over a calendar year or whatever, but I don't know that baseball is smart enough. Well, isn't Manfred like from Vegas or I, something? I like don't that? know where Manfred is from, but wherever he's from, I wish he'd go back. <laughs> that's that's neither here nor there. I, I'm just, I just thought, you know, let's get some some ideas and your thoughts on that. I, I feel like it's going to take time. And it's going to take some getting used to for these players, you know, because it, again, nothing good happens after midnight, right? Yeah, that's what they say. I, Stay I don't, home. I, I don't know. I mean, I get everything that you said. It's a small town. There's a lot going on, that kind of thing. But what is it about Vegas that makes you go out drunk and drive 130 miles an hour or whatever it is that that rugs was doing well and i think rugs is a is a little different than the other two because the other two were situations created by other people Mm -hmm. that's the biggest issue is the other people i don't think it's necessarily the nfl players faults for most of this well which makes it even less reason to blame the nfl for it i mean I, I just think the bottom line is, like you said, the folks have got to be smarter. Uh, and yeah, yeah, okay, you can, you can, sure, you can kick my butt, fine, and walk away. And I know that goes against everything that a world class athlete, former Alabama running back, knows. Alvin, Alvin Kamara. Um, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> he when he does something bad, it's it's former. Alabama oh, okay. Right. When it does something good, it's, it's former, former Tennessee, right? Now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Regardless of where he went to school, I know that goes against everything that those guys know. Yeah, but you know, it's better to walk away from that than be where he is right now. I just think- even though he didn't necessarily do anything wrong. I mean, guy talking trash, he popped him in his mouth eight times. Well, maybe it took eight times to prove the point. No, you can't. 
You can't. <laughs> Next question. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, well, we don't have time to get into the vacancies. I'm sure we will. Look, they're not going anywhere. They're not going anywhere. And the Super Bowl is this week. We've got plenty of time. To well, talk you got about maybe them. about a year to talk about these coaches. Yeah. yeah. So it's not the coaches necessarily that I want to talk about. Yeah. It's the teams. Yeah, so let's uh, let, let's push that mm-hmm. to tomorrow. We'll, we'll talk about all nine NFL teams have coaches. We'll go through the list. We may even grade the hires. I know we graded some. We've got some more to grade. So, speaking of coaching hires, <laughs> our next guest is Columbia Central football coach Bobby Sharp, who was named yesterday by the school to be their new football coach. So when we come back, we will talk to him about why he chose Columbia Central. So stick around. Southern, uh, Southern Middle Tennessee. Main Street Sports Today. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof. We're here 24-7, so if you need us, call us. Lee Company, call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at LeeCompany.com. That's LeeCompany.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net.
Welcome back in Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joints to the Lee Company Studio. We return as we get ready to talk to newly named Columbia Central football coach Bobby Sharp here on the show. Glad to have you guys with us. Don't forget to follow us at MS underscore sports today. That's MS underscore sports today on Twitter. We'll be bringing you the most timely and comprehensive coverage of all things sports in in and around the southeastern region and across the country, matter of fact. So, and don't forget top five Tuesday coming up here in just a few moments as we give you this is going to be fun, by the way. The historical top five. I, I think it's, this top five is going to be really, really good. I'm excited for it. So, yeah. looking forward to it. But I'm really looking forward to this next conversation, Mo, because I. I as far as I know, we can ask him. This this may be the first conversation that, that Bobby Sharp has had with uh, a radio show since yesterday and being named the Columbia Central football coach. So, Coach, welcome in. Thanks for taking some time with us today. We really appreciate it and looking forward to it. Well, we really appreciate you having me on. Coach, um, as Chris said, thank you for joining us and let us – be the first, maybe, to welcome you to Columbia? Or are we the first to welcome you to Columbia? <laughs> well, not really. I mean, it's, it's, uh, I came over yesterday and met several. If y'all y'all one of the top five, I'll say that. <laughs> but I'm excited to be here. It, it, it's, I mean, it's really exciting. And of course, it's going to be a big challenge, too. So I'm looking forward to that. Coach, one of the questions that I've been asked more than once over the last 24 hours, I guess, 34 years as head coach at Lewis County, 280 wins, 2017 inductee into the Tennessee Football Coaches Association Hall of Fame. Why Columbia Central as opposed to going to the house? Why now? Well, you, you know, the, of course, that was an option, uh, a distant option. But, you know, after 34 years at Lewis County, the big thing that happens, you know, if your boys get stale, you need something fresh. Of course, I love working with kids, and I love coaching football. And, you know, it, after 34 years, you know, Lewis County needs something fresh. I need something fresh. And of course, the big thing, I've been by Columbia Central several times. Uh, growing up as a kid, coming by, and of course coming over here to scrimmage and everything, and it's 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 always had an appeal to me. And you know, I know the type of athletes they have, and just you know, I've always been curious about it. And when the opportunity came up, surely I wanted to come over here and try my hand at it. But uh, you know, just the athletes, the atmosphere, the tradition, the culture that they've had in the past especially what they did in 2009, 10, and 12, you know, hoping to go in and try to reduplicate that, you know, it was a big challenge. And, you know, when when you've been somewhere 34 years, been coaching 42 years, you know, you ain't got a, you know, many more rodeos in you. You want to do something real special at the end. So hopefully, you know, my last five or 10 years, hopefully it'll be here. And, you know, I can wrap it up on a big note. How old are you, Bobby? I'm 65. 65. Young 65. Uh, young 65, yep. absolutely. All right. Um, yep, young 65. 
how much, and, and I don't know that schemes, previous schemes or anything like that really figure into anything, but the fact that Central ran wing T the bulk of this past season under John Moore, how does that um, speed the transition offensively as you come in here, do you think? Well, you know, it, it's going to help because it, it's going to be a small part of what we do. But, you know, I think through the years, you know, I've become very multiple in what I do. You get labeled as a wing T coach when a lot of times you're doing a whole lot more than that. And, you know, the big thing that, that I told the committee when they interviewed me was that, you know, if you go back and look at Gus Malzahn's uh, roots, it's wing T. You look at it every Saturday, all the stuff that's going on, you know, it's, it's wing T roots. And, you know, I've got a good friend up at Oakland that y'all know very well. <laughs> you know, he's got, he's got wing T roots, but he's so much more than that. And, you know, he and I talk regular and, and, and talk about football. And, and, of course, he's evolved through his coaching career. And hopefully I've evolved. And, of course, I feel like I reach back into some of that other stuff because here's my big thing. A lot of times, a lot of these young coaches that I deal with, you know, they're they're real good at stopping spread and, and and all the stuff going on today. But a lot of times when you do some stuff that was done, you know, 40, 50 years ago, you know, that gives them a little bit of difficulty. And I like throwing a little bit of that in. But we are very, very multiple and answer your question, you know, what John's doing, you know, a lot of that's what we do. Uh, we, You know, I'm in the gun a lot running wing T and, and, and running gun stuff, but, you know, throwing the ball a little bit more. But, uh, you know, big thing, I love wing T, but that's just a very small part of what we're going to do here. Coach Bobby Sharp here joining us on Main Street Sports today. Coach, you, you know, you talk about the multiple options that you have. You know, you got a young quarterback who who got a year of experience as a sophomore. He'll be a junior this year. And you talked about the athletes that, that Columbia Central has, the type of guys like Jordan Davis, like Quan Pete that we talked about yesterday, Mo. You know, how much you know that that has to be part of the allure of coming here is you know the fact that you've got young guys who are experienced and are poised to make a run because. I mean, last year this team took the state runner up to the wire on the road. I mean, this they, is a pretty good team that you're did. coming into. Well, they, they did, and you know they played good football last year. You know, I, you know, I know what uh, Coach Moore and his staff did. They came in on short notice and did a fantastic job. You know, with, with the time that they had there, and of course they got a lot of kids coming back. But I think the thing that, that I certainly realize, if you're going to make that great run, you know, there's, I think there's two things that are important. And I think if you talk to any football coach, they'll say the same thing. Number one, uh, when you get in those later rounds, you've got to have speed. The club has always had speed. They've had great athletes that run. I think number two, when it gets cold and it's wet and everything, you got to do more than just throw. you got to be able to run off tackle a lot of times. And if you can't do that when the weather gets bad, you're probably never going to play in that championship game. So that's kind of where, you know, the wing T stuff comes in is, it, you know, you're able to run off tackle when the weather gets bad. But when you're multiple, you know, you can spread it out and you stretch the field both horizontally and vertically, you know, on Friday night. Coach, how tough 
is it? How tough was it, you know, having that conversation with those 2022, 2023 guys and everybody else that you are stepping away from over at Lewis County when you've been the fixture there that you are? I mean, heck, the, the stadium's named for you. You know, what's, well, what's that conversation well, like? Well, you know, it's tough. I mean, I, I mean, I, I've got 30 kids on my football team whose dads played for me. And, uh, you know, I've got a lot more whose mamas I had to cry at. I mean, <laughs> you know, when you've been somewhere 34 years, I mean, that's a tough thing to walk away from. But at the same time, you know, with it being tough, I mean, it's been tough on me, you know, at times saying, man, what, what am I doing? But just the opportunity, you know, they know the opportunity I've got. And, you know, they're certainly cheering me on like I'm going to be cheering them on. And, uh, but I, you know, I'm leaving a great staff over there that, you know, I coach every one of them but two. And, you know, they're, I've been preparing them for this time, you know, knowing it was coming. So, you know, they're going to continue to do great things over there, hopefully. But, you know, they're cheering me on as much as I'm going to be cheering them on. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, my desire is to come over here and be a line and see what I can do and uh, with, a, with a bunch of athletes and, and see, you know, if, if quite like my career, if we can push this thing and make some great runs here and, and help, you know, the staff that's been here be even better. That's, that's my goal. And the big thing with me, you know, it's never been about me. It's always been about the program. It's been about the kids. It's been about, you know, even our fans. You know, it's been about the community. And that's the great thing that Columbia offers. There, there's so much excitement in this community that wants to go back to the 2009, 10, 12, you know. And even further, there's so much tradition in, in, in this school system. You know, we got to go back and build on that. And, and, and enhance it and, and get back to that so that these kids, you know, uh, have got the same pride that those kids had back in 2009, 10. Not saying that they don't, but, you know, with those guys are walking around with a ring on their hand. And, you know, that's the ultimate goal that we want to try to get to. But at the end of the day, building, build you know, taking them from boyhood to manhood. That's my goal is to make better men out of them. And, you know, it doesn't matter if it's Lewis County. Or Columbia Central, you know, it, it's the same path for me as a coach. But it was hard leaving. Uh, but it, it's also uh, an exciting time for me. And for them, too. They got, they got fresh blood. Speaking of that staff that's at Columbia Central, Coach, have you made any decisions on some of those? I mean, this, you will be the third head coach that they've had in eight months. So do, do you feel like right. you're, you're going to need some of that continuity from the previous staff to stick around? Where we are, you know, the big thing, I've talked with uh, Coach Pointer, I've talked with Mr. Eady, and, you know, the big thing we talk about is is getting coaches actually in the building, uh, you know, so they can see those kids day to day when we check on grades, you know, make sure they're, they're making the progress that they need to. And, uh, you know, if they're having problems, we can help them with that. And, you know, he needs, he needs help in the building and we want coaches in the building. So, you know, I think this last year they had three, maybe four. You know, they need more coaches in, in the building to help. What we want to do is, you know, take a, a lot of coaches that were here and then bring in a, some more 
and try to build this thing up. And, and uh, you know, we will play great freshman ball, great JV, great varsity. The group we're going to have coaches. And certainly this community right now is making a big commitment to get that done. And, I, you know, I think you got to give a lot of credit to, you know, uh, several people. And uh, it's going to make a big impact on what, what we're able to do. But it's not going to be Bobby Sharp getting it done. It's going to be the coaching staff at, at Columbia Central. It's going to be the kids from Columbia Central. It's going to be the parents in the community are going to be what turns this around. And it's got to be, you know, collective effort or, you know, we go back to, you know, just doing the same thing over and over, and that's not good enough. We want to do uh, great things while we're here. Coach, um, looking forward to getting to visit with you face-to-face at Thursday's 5 o'clock press conference at the um, auditorium over at Columbia Central and and to hear more about um, how you plan to take this thing to the next level after a 7-5 and five finish, a second-round playoff appearance, their first home field playoff game in – almost 10 years. So Bobby Sharp getting ready to take Columbia Central to the next level. Um, much anticipated. Uh, this this search took, I think, in a lot of people's estimation, a long time. But I, I think that they're pleased with the way it's gone. And so um, we appreciate you taking some time with us here on Main Street Sports today. Well, I appreciate it, and I hey, look forward to seeing you Thursday. And hey, we're just looking—we're looking forward to the spring, looking forward to the summer, and, and trying to get ready for this coming season. So, thank y'all so much for having me on. Appreciate it, Coach. When we come back here on Main Street Sports today, we are going to give you our top five historical games you could attend. I. I I guess this is college and pro. I don't, we're not going to, I guess, I mean, if you guys have a high school game that you would have wanted to attend, matter of fact, I might actually have a high school game that I would want to attend. I just think it's games, whatever games, whatever games it is. I don't have any high school games, but Hey, if you do, I have one. It just, it just popped in my head when I asked the question. So looking forward to it. All right. On the other side of the break, top five historical games to get uh, that we would have attended when we come back on main street sports today. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. 
Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50 plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof. We're here 24-7, so if you need us, call us. Lee Company, call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at LeeCompany.com. That's LeeCompany.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our orthoquick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Welcome back in to Main Street Sports today as we get set to bring you the top five games in history we would like to attend. Top 5 Tuesday is brought to you by our friends at Mid-South 5 Fitness. Dallas Steele and the gang over at Mid-South 5 Fitness doing a great job keeping you in shape, getting you ready for whatever you are doing in life, to be honest with you. SteelAthletes.com, at SteelAthletes on Instagram, S-T-E-E-L, Athletes.com. Check out Dallas Steel and the gang. All right, fellas. This will be one of those. I've got several honorable mentions, but we'll keep those to ourselves until the end because I'm sure some of them could be on other folks' list. Hmm. So I'll just say this is tough because I've been to a lot of games. So the, the, the number of games that I would like to have been at, it's kind of tough to. To come up with five, but I managed. So yeah, yeah. Well, um, JP, did you come up with five games that you would have liked to have been in your entire life? There's one or two that are floating around in my head. I, I like Mo. I've been fortunate to have been to a lot of games. Um, the Titans AFC Championship game in Jacksonville, for one. Uh, that was that was pretty cool. Um. Vanderbilt beating Tennessee in 1982. I was there when I was four. <laughs> Remember that one well. I huh? do, yes. It was raining that day, yeah. Uh, so there there are quite a few that uh, that I've been fortunate to have been to. So, yeah, it's uh, this is a hard one. This is a hard one. The uh, Music City Miracle, I was there. So That said... That's in. Let's. What's, uh, what's he, he, doesn't, he doesn't have five. He only has two right now. Yeah, only so a couple. Let's let's oh. let him stew. Okay, we'll yeah. let him stew, and we will get into it. I have my number five. Go ahead. And it is the high school one, nineteen seventy four. Banks and Woodlawn at Legion Field. Ah. Yeah. David. Jeff Rutledge versus uh, David Cutcliffe. 
Was Cutcliffe not in that game? Oh, I have no idea if he was in that game. He, he might have been. I, it was uh, Tony Nathan. Tony Nathan and Jeff Rutledge, Banks versus Woodlawn. That's interesting. I, I, You know, he might have been in that game. Um, where did he go to school? He didn't go to Woodlawn, did he? For some reason, I remember his name being involved with that. No idea. I just know Tony Nathan and Jeff Rutledge, who eventually became teammates at Alabama, won the national championship and all that. And like 70,000 people were there, except if you ask anybody who was alive at that time, they were all there. So, you know. So he may have been a coach in that. Oh, wow. Yeah, I guess he could have been. I'm I'm looking at a – he's mentioned in a blog in regards to that game. So Interesting. I I would have never thought. Yeah, I guess 1976. He was a uh, he was at Banks High School. So there you go. So I I guess it was a little bit before that. Yeah, he he was there a little bit before, but he was he uh, he did play at Banks. So so there you go. Today you learned. Today I learned. I did not know that. Yeah, I'm here for you. Um. My number five is really obscure, but back in 1992, um, the 92-93 college basketball season was the last year of Barnhill Arena over in Fayetteville, and they opened the season at home against Memphis or mm. Memphis State, whatever they were at, at that the time. But at the time, that was a hot, heated rivalry, and Barnhill rock and it was appointment tv for me at that time because um i just wanted to see that ball game and i remember wanting to see that ball game and watching it on tv and how intense it was um arkansas won that game 81 76 but um it was everything you expected and barnhill was just one of those Arenas like old racer arena up at Murray. It, it was tight and you were right. Everybody was on top of everybody and, and it was Arkansas and it was Memphis and would love, would have loved to have been there at that time. Um, obviously, Arkansas won the national championship the following year, their first year in Bud Walton. But that was, that was a fun game and that was one that really stood, st- still stands out to me. JP, number five. Yeah, one came up to me. Um, I'll have a couple Vanderbilt basketball games. <laughs> um, one was the, uh, I think it was the 87 or 88 NCAA tournament second round, Vanderbilt versus Pitt. Vandy was a two seed. Pitt was a, excuse me, Vandy was a seven. Pitt was the two. And Vandy upset them in overtime, but Barry Goheen hit a, a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie it. Had a couple of other buckets to lead up into that um so uh so that one that game was in detroit wasn't it um i think their next game was in detroit when they lost to kansas okay. and danny manning who went on to win the national championship that year yeah but I, yeah the sweet 16 Oklahoma. was in detroit yep yeah. uh but this was the second round i forget exactly where it, you know what it may have been um it may have been either boise or utah i think it was boise <laughs> no i don't i don't know where they played but anyway Number- no that was a yeah, my number four, Augusta, 1997. Mm. Tiger Woods, first Masters. 
it was an absolute dominant. Everybody knew what was going to happen, but just to be there for that would have been amazing. He torched that course. Torched it. Yeah. That's a good one. My number four is the um, 2016 NCAA opening round over in St. Louis. Um, MTSU 90, Michigan State 81. Oh, yeah. Good one. Good one. Yeah. That would have been worth being there for sure. Good one. Uh, Anything else? You mentioned golf and the Masters, but one that always stuck in my mind because I wasn't paying attention to golf at that young age, 86, and Jack Nicklaus at the Masters. And that comeback to win his sixth grade jacket. To have been there when that crowd swell uh, happened would have been incredible. No question. No question. Um, My number three is Super Bowl three. The guarantee. Hmm. That would have been cool. I mean, I mean, just watching, watching the people who didn't know what was coming. <laughs> I would have been watching the reaction of everybody who was like, "Oh my god, what just happened?" Right? Anyway, I, I, that would have been cool to be at. Um, my number three is, I guess, officially. It is the 1986 Sugar Bowl. Maybe it was 86, following the 85 season. The Sugar Balls, yes, sir. 35-7 over Miami. When Jimmy Johnson and those guys were just talking all sorts of trash about we should be national champions, blah, 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 blah. The, the, ori- the original, we didn't want to be here, huh? Yeah, yeah, after the fact. Yeah. <laughs> um. 35-7, you know, Jeff Powell opens the second half with that with that sprint to the end zone, about a 60-yarder, I think. And he had played at White's Creek in high school, so mm. had a little familiarity with him. But, yeah, that, that Sugar Bowl win for UTO over Miami was huge at that time. Huge. I'd love to have been in New Orleans then. Yep. Speaking of New Orleans, that goes to my next one. Which I I was in New Orleans, but I wasn't at the game. The SEC championship where Vanderbilt beat uh, Kentucky. Oh, you were, so you were in the town. What was that? 20, was it 2010, 2012? Something like that. Somewhere in that range. I was working with the Bobcats, and we were traveling. And we had a game in New Orleans the day after. Um... Vanderbilt and Kentucky played. Um, and so we actually saw both the Kentucky and Vanderbilt team on the tarmac um, as we were, you know, crossing paths at the airport. That was uh, that was a neat thing, but uh, that would have been nice to have been in the arena. 2012. 2012, okay. Yeah. You think as a Vandy fan, I would know that year. <laughs> Pretty impressive. My number two. January 4th, 1999, Tempe, Arizona. Fiesta Bowl, Tennessee over Florida State. They, I mean, it's the only national championship of my lifetime from Tennessee, and I wish I could have been in that building. Yeah. Um, my number two, game six of the 1995 World Series. Atlanta won. 
Cleveland nothing. Would somebody please score a run because they're not? <laughs> Bo, you're leading me once again right into my next one. It is a Braves, but it is uh, the – and this may be your number one, both of you. But the uh, – it was 91, I believe, the Sid Bream slide – 92, mm, game seven. Slid. Yeah, the, yeah. Sid, the Sid slide game two, or game seven. Uh, that would have been, uh, and the, of course, the Skip Carey Braves win says it five times. Mm-hmm. In LCS against, yep. against Sid's mm-hmm. former team. Yep. Yeah. Did not make my list. Uh, by the way, who made the throw? Who made the throw? Who made the throw? Barry Bonds. Yeah. yeah. That's why he's not in the Hall of Fame, because he couldn't even throw out Sid Brink. Wow. You can't throw out Sid Bream. You're out. That's automatic. Well, you know, here's I don't. You know the rest of that story. <laughs> oh, no, tell me. Apparently, Andy Van Slyke in center field tried to move Bonds over and in, <laughs> and Bonds waved him off. Yep. Way to go, Barry. And if he had moved over and in, probably would have no chance. He made that throw. <laughs> That's so funny. So, yeah. Uh. Well, I know what Moe's number one is, and it ain't that. My number one yeah, I know. was number, his number I, yeah, two. I, I know what Moses is, yeah. Now that <laughs> his, I think about it. His number two is my number one, and that's 90, 95 World Series, game six. I mean, God, I, everything about that would have just been like, – the fact that it was a one nothing game, yep. I mean, the electricity in that building had to be just insane. The anticipation, who's going to score? Yeah, at some point. Yeah. You know, because at, at any point, the Braves could have given up a solo home run to tie it, and who knows, you know? Or so, a bleeder and let the floodgates open. Whatever. Yeah. So that's my number one. Well, my number one, I don't have to go far back for. November 2nd. Oh, that surprises me. Wow. Yeah. I would have definitely guessed April 14th, 1974. Yeah. But April 4th. I'm sorry, April 4th. Yeah. <laughs> that would have no. been. Well, see, no, I, I was watching that one. I mean, I yeah. was glued to the TV there. I was only eight years old, but um, Tim, no, uh, this this one that just got done, seven nothing over the Astros in Minute Maid, whatever it is. I would have loved to have been there. Just to scream, we are. We we are those. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> just to scream that. JP number one. Uh, I think it's one of the ones I mentioned probably. So yeah, just I got, I got, I got what? Three out, four out. You got, you got four. Yeah. That's good. There That's go. good enough. We'll take it. JP. Yes. We'll take 2012. Were, were you at Shane Foster's Mississippi State game? No. That might be your number one. <laughs> well, you know, that time when he was there, I wasn't as close. I was over in North Carolina, so I wasn't as close to Vanderbilt as I was in high school and, and a little younger. Yeah, I, I was fortunate enough to to cover them through that stretch. Senior night, yes. that, yeah, yeah, I was the saying, nine threes in a row. Yeah, yeah, and he, and it felt like each one was farther back than the one before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was awesome. All right, that's going to do it for Top Five Tuesday. Brought to you by Mid South Five Fitness. That's going to do it for our Tuesday show as well. Just go ahead and going to go ahead and mention um, everybody is now reporting. Buck Rising, Adam Schefter, everybody. The Titans have extended John Robinson and Mike Vrabel. So, probably talk about that later this week. We might have to get Therese on to talk about it. And, uh, obviously, the Super Bowl is coming up, so she'll be covering that. She'll be a little busy. Anyway, that's going to do it for today's show. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Again, if you missed any part of the show, they are on 
YouTube, they're on Facebook, they're on Twitter, and they're on your podcast platform of choice. So we appreciate you guys hanging out with us. For Mo and JP, I'm Chris Yowsing. Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you.